Hey, everybody. Um, today, we have a very special guest who is also one of our sponsors. Her name is Gina Holzer, and she is the owner, founder, CEO of Holy Dose. And I am so excited to have her on today. Gina, hello. How are you? Hello, I am doing great. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, So we're going to go ahead and dive into the interview today. Um, And obviously, we love the opportunity to connect with other female entrepreneurs. Obviously, Taylor and I run the Met Spa here in Las Vegas, and it can be such a challenge. Um, And one of the things that we really admired was your branding. It really resonated with us. Um, So I definitely want to dive into that a little bit later today. Um, but I do want to ask you what inspired you to create Holy Dose, um, you know, on your website. I absolutely loved that you stated on Holy Dose that you were really inspired due to your experience of feeling different or feeling that you looked different and wanting to change that. So Gina, go ahead and talk to me a little bit about what inspired you to do Holy Dose. And I really appreciate the fact that you felt that you had always looked different and you wanted to address that within a company that you built. So go ahead and explain a little bit about that and go ahead. Yeah, thank you for those kind words. So Holy Dose was created during a time I decided to change how I felt about myself. You know, I grew up not happy with who I was and always tried to change how I looked. I genetically have super thin and fine hair and eyebrows. They are non-existent. (laughs) Um, And I also genetically have larger pores, um, much larger than, than I wanted. And so anytime I looked at myself in the mirror, I felt discouraged by comparison. I compared myself with how I wanted to look with unrealistic standards. And this led me to always wearing makeup whenever I left the house or, or really came into contact. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so whenever I, I, I went into contact with anybody, whether that was to run an errand, to go to the gym, grab the mail that was right outside of my house, or even answered the door when I knew somebody was just coming by to drop off something. Um, and, you know, it was, it was exhausting always trying to not only feel accepted, by others, but by my own self. And so this affected me not only physically, but mentally. And so this started as young as when I was 13 years old up until about 24. And so for 10 years, I tried countless products to try to improve my pores and my hair growth, including topical vitamins and even food. But for 10 years, none of those products worked. And so I decided to not give up, which led me to discovering the power of collagen. And so I experimented and mixed supplements in my kitchen. And I landed upon a formula that finally worked, which is when Holy Dose was was born. That's incredible. Um, just to touch on what you're saying, it's so funny that you said how you struggled to accept yourself because you wanted to look like unrealistic standards. I just had this conversation conversation with Taylor and a client of ours yesterday because we were talking about how we look different, all of us, um, and how growing up, like I'm mixed race and how I always wanted to look like Britney Spears. Right. And that was never going to be me. And I wear extensions, like my eyebrows are really thin. So I also feel like I have to wear like heavy duty makeup in order to like accommodate this brow. Like it's so crazy. So I do understand like not feeling comfortable with yourself and seeking out products to really help you get to that point of acceptance and a lot of Taylor's inspiration too for starting DeRose, which I'll let you, you know, kind of touch on was because she too 
looked different. And, you know, we're in an industry now that's obviously, you know, centers around facials and skincare and cosmetic treatments, but it's really helped our self-esteem, you know, and helping the self-esteem of our clients. So that was one of the reasons that we really wanted to have you on as a sponsor as well. So Taylor, did you have anything you wanted to add? Um, Well, I think it's just a unique, it's not a unique experience at this point being different. I think the majority of us are different and society standards are, thank goodness, changing. I mean, social media has done such an amazing job kind of propelling us in the future with that, but it also kind of makes us more self-aware and self-conscious. So I like that we're, one, really appreciate that you're making a product that's based around wellness instead of just cosmetics. I think so many people are, you know, really focused on what mascara to buy or what lip filler to have, but really they're not even thinking about diet exercise and just maintaining bodily health. So, um, you know, we absolutely love your whole branding and mission. And I really want to ask you about that because as a business owner, the brand is really something that I find unique. So, you know, you made um, an amazing formula. Um, You've had amazing results. We've seen them. We've personally had them. Um, how did you come up with your branding? Like what about, you know, your packaging is really simple. You know, your website's really easy to navigate. Like, is that how you are as a person? Like, does that reflect you or is that just, you know, something that you came up with with a designer? Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, the, the branding and packaging of Holy Dose really does resonate with, I guess, my lifestyle of of how you just put it, you know, if you walk into my home and you just take a look and you compare that with Holy Dose's packaging and branding, it kind of clicks. So yes, um, it it definitely stemmed from my own personal aesthetics, but just translating that into into packaging and the website for the consumer, right? I, I tried to make it as simple and minimal as possible while still maintaining that, um, that chic, semi-luxurious high quality look and feel and of course in in the quality is of the ingredients as well um and i think it's important that our listeners understand that branding really has to reflect so much of yourself and not only that that, but it has to basically reflect an experience i know with two rose beauty refinery we have a more service-based business so obviously the customer service behind that but I've really been impressed with your like customer service and just how your products are managed and efficiency and like how your company is like really efficient. Like we had a question, you got back to us immediately. Like it's all been very rapid. Um, what, what about, you know, your lifestyle as an entrepreneur or as a boss lady has to meet that branding standard? Like what's your typical day? Is it just as hard as, you know, branding that and like keeping that up to the same standard? Yeah. Boss lady. I I love that term. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a lot of components, right? When you own a business as, as you both know, but for the most part, communication is a daily thing, whether, you know, you're talking to a customer, customer service, um, partnerships, people on your team, it's just, it's constantly communicating with other people to make sure that your business is running smoothly. And a typical day also includes making sure the business is running smoothly, right? Just for some reason, as you both know, there's always a problem, always coming in from, you know, coming in from left and right. Thank you for being so honest about that. It is so true. (laughs) And it's hard. It's hard. It's tough. Exactly. It's, um, there will always be a problem, but it's about how you handle that problem and and how quickly, which, um, you know, just it's, it's important for me as, as, 
an entrepreneur to always get back to either the root of a problem or, or something great, whether you have a question that you reached out to, I think it's very important to get back to um, that person or that source or that issue right, right away. We are such a social-based business. Like we were able to grow our company literally just through Instagram. So um, I definitely understand the component of great communication and having to execute that and also troubleshoot. Like a lot of people will kind of take their problems to the internet rather than maybe the appropriate, more appropriate outlet. So yeah, there is always a problem. I also want to ask you, I know that you're really young. I do follow you on Instagram. So I saw that you had a birthday recently. Can you just tell everybody, not only are you a boss lady, um, but how old you are? Yeah, I am 25 years old. 25 <laughs> years young. You hear that, everybody? Why like, am I this always is a boss lady. now? I hate <laughs> this so much. I'm always so old in these interviews. I'm like, 29 is a new 80. That's no. what I decided. It is. You guys I, are not like with not with holy dose. Like perfect. Oh, not with holy dose. I'm exactly. Look exactly. Reverse Benjamin Button. Like I'm gonna be so Benjamin Buttoning. I mean, we we work here, so obviously. Well, it's true. So um, with the collagen and supplements, and also I do want to touch base on that. So can you tell people who may not be familiar with the benefits of collagen supplements or powders, um, why they usually come in powder form, or you know, kind of how holy dose is positioned a little bit differently because it's not just collagen that's the main ingredient. So go ahead and touch on that for me. Yeah. So we specifically chose to go with collagen based powders and all of our products have a base blend of collagen that's not only pure in premium, but clinically proven, as well as a mix of biotin and silica in which all those ingredients are clinically proven to work better together to give you ultimate results as opposed to just taking it separately. And the reason why we went with powders is because it's very versatile, right? You can put it in just about anything, any beverage or recipe that you like, whether you drink coffee in the morning, water, smoothies, um, oatmeal, even soups, really anything. And powder is more easily absorbed by your body than if you were to consume, let's say, pills or capsules. And another thing about that is when you do take pills or capsules, let's say collagen pills, right? Each pill is, is, is pretty small. So you would have to take anywhere between six to 10 pills a day to reap the benefits that, um, that we give you in one scoop, in oh, one wow. serve, in one dose, what we like to say. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's, that's really crazy. Collagen has just really become so top of mind for people. It's definitely a buzzword and it's really hard to sort through what products are quality and what are not. And you know, your, what I really love about your website too, is that you show the before and afters. You're like, Hey, it's not just me saying that I have cute branding, that I'm a cute girl that like, you know, collagen is a buzzword. Like, Hey, like this is coming from a person who felt different and really wanted to change that internally to, you know, get to the place that I wanted to be, but also to clinically prove that this is a great supplement for me and I get, I have the photos to prove it, you know? And that's really what brought us to your site. Taylor was like, we, ha we have to reach out to these people. Look at this. And I was like, you're 1000% correct. Um, so to dive into the next question, where do you see Holy Dose within the next couple of years? Because I know that your product has been in a couple of publications, like it's been on Essence magazine. Um, I saw that recently. And then the Zoe Report and then NBC. So can you talk about how your branding or how your product has kind of been in the spotlight a little bit and then where you see it going versus where it started? 
Yeah. So we, you know, the publications that we've been featured in, we were seen as a best new beauty supplement to try, right? Best new beauty product to try. And that just really goes hand in hand with the quality of our products. Um, it's it's great to be in these publications, but you know what, what you mentioned about our before and after photos, we're not just putting a trendy product out there. We're results driven entirely and our ingredients are also clinically proven. And so it's really important for us to put a product out there that not only tastes great and, and gives you benefits, but it's proven to do all of those things. And so how I see Holy Dose evolving in the next few years is I see Holy Dose evolving into a lifestyle and a mindset. And what I mean by that is we believe that everyone deserves to feel confident and comfortable in their own skin. And many of us still struggle with that and struggle with how to get there. And so through further education of collagen and other ingestible beauty ingredients, I see and, and hope a larger audience will incorporate these ingredients into their lives because you know, collagen has been around for centuries. I actually grew up with my family ingesting it through collagen-rich foods. Um, but with the supplementation, it's much easier to incorporate into anyone's lives, no matter how busy or what your schedule is. And so I see Holy just changing the industry and specifically changing the industry beauty standards, right? There are multiple beauty standards across various industries and we're so accustomed to perceiving how we should be and how we should look based on industry standards and what the media puts out there. But, you know, we believe that we shouldn't have to be pressed to look a certain way in order to feel beautiful. Everything that you need to be and feel beautiful is already in you. We're just here to bring those out through supplementation. And that really stands with our mission and we're going to keep pushing for it. And in a few years, you know, we hope that most of us will, will get there because we all deserve to feel wonderful and great inside and, and beautiful inside and out. Amazing answer. You're just so cute. Answer. Are you sure you don't want to do pageants? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sweetheart, I, I, you could win Miss America right now. Yeah, we love you. Like, you could do it. Um, beautiful brains and tenacity for business, um, which for me is so amazing. Very few people know what it is to not only have a, a product that they've produced, but to sell it well. Um, and I think you've really stuck to the mission with that. Um, so I, we ask all of our entrepreneurs this very mundane question, but it's very interesting. Every answer we get is very different. So what type of advice would you give to girls and boys out there that are, you know, have either an amazing product they made or, you know, doing amazing services? Like what would you tell a new entrepreneur? Just go for it. Do it. Really execution is, is the most important thing at the end of the day. And don't get too caught up in the what ifs and the perception of perfection, because at the end of the day, if you don't start, you're already behind. But if you do begin and execute, you're you're already ahead. So I think execution is so important to everything. And um, go with your gut instinct. Most of the time, your instinct is right. And, you know, it's there for a reason. And don't let anybody or anything divert you from your plan or tell you differently because you're the only person who knows your vision best. So trust with your gut and go with your gut because most of the time it's right. And if you don't go with your gut, most of the time you'll end up wrong, right? You, you, you should really, really believe in yourself and, and trust, um, trust your instinct. 
Very true. And if you're having problems with your gut, you should really take Holy Dose. It'll help <laughs> oh, you with your oh, digestion. Oh, oh my system. goodness. Yeah. I'm just really trying to plug you right now because I really do believe in your product. So, yeah. And you. And I th- it's just nice to know that, you know, when we choose, we're really picky when it comes to sponsors. Like I had to fly to Sonoma to like beg my wine sponsor to like let me be the wine sponsor because I just love her so much. And I wanted to find products that we believe in the owners. Um, You know, we're basically women owned and run. um, And you know what that's, you know, like living in New York City and, you know, having to run a business from there. I could not. I would have already died if I had to live in New York and run a business. How would we get anywhere? I was like almost 10 minutes late today and I live in Las Vegas with no problems. Like it just that's you gotta how, be Gina. How is, how is New York? Like how is that going for you? Like you know, because it's the epicenter of life for everybody. You know, the vision is either California or New York. I've done California. I'm not doing that again. Um, but really? what was New York? What's New York like? Like is it is it as sex in the city as it sounds? Yes and no. Right. It's um, New York is pretty great. I do have to say, there's a lot of ambition here. You meet great people, especially in your in your industry because. It is the epicenter of every industry here. Um, there's always events going on, people you meet, people you won't meet otherwise anywhere else. So it's it's great. But I was I actually was born and raised in California. Oh, uh, what part? Yeah, in uh, Orange County, Huntington oh, Beach. That's beautiful, though. That's oh, like love it. That's like where you have <laughs> nice things and the beach. That's Caucasian. <laughs> that's like fancy living. I like it there too. When did you move to New York? I moved here almost seven years ago, so it's almost been a decade. Oh wow. Okay, and so you you went there basically almost as like a like a young teen, like eighteen. Exactly. <gasps> yes. Oh my god. I, I moved over here. I did not have any family. Did not know anybody. And kind of just made the life here, but I will be honest. I, I miss the warm weather in California. Of so course. yeah. 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 I have a couple of friends who are from Vegas. I was born and raised in Vegas who now live in New York and I go and visit them pretty often. And I'm just like, I love visiting, but like the hustle and bustle out there is real. Like you guys are survivors every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, so to run a successful business and like be punctual and really on top of it, which you know, you and I were corresponding back and forth for the past couple of weeks and just so diligent and you were just so on top of it. And I just really appreciate that. And I'm like, that is the New York mindset. You know, yeah. we're over here slumming it. Well, and I think this no, brings me you're, to, you're doing great. <laughs> this brings me to like my I'm going to be like not inappropriate, but like we're going to go girl time. Like how has social life been for you since starting a business? Because I think as an entrepreneur, you're just like, I work 97 hours a week. Like, I don't have time for you or your problems. So <laughs> how is how is dating? How is the, how's the social life out there with, you know, owning your own very successful business? Yeah. So so I'm actually married. So oh, that, me, OK, so there's yeah. a trend. Hashtag Taylor trending. Is too. Trending. <laughs> married. I'm not going to say get married, but hey. <laughs> They're um, kind, it yeah, kind of takes you to tango. Okay, exactly. Tell tell us about him. He sounds great. He is great. He is the love of my life. But um, yeah, no, he's he's great. We met when I the first year I moved over here in New York, actually. And um, he's yeah, he's my um, bread and butter. We too got one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you find one, definitely hold on to him because forever, forever, exactly. Um, but yeah, in terms of my social life. In terms of friends, it's definitely been tough seeing all of my friends, staying up to date with them. Um, as you both know, you're always constantly working on your on your business, right? You don't really get a weekend anymore. Your weekends kind of just become your weekdays. Yep. But um, it's it's all about the work life balance, and and a lot of people 
tend to think you can't have it all, but I think that you can have it all as long as you are disciplined with your time and you know you focus on what is needed to be done. And when it comes to your social life, just make sure that you make time for for the right people, for the right friends who who would be there for you otherwise. Because as you get older, you you kind of tend to lose touch with a lot of people in your life, but you know who the good ones are. They are the ones that stay. So it's important to give them your time um, when when you can, of course, right when you're available. But yeah, it's um I, I guess I'm lucky to have friends who have stayed in my life throughout this entrepreneurial journey. Are a lot of your friends also like entrepreneurs? I think it's weird because basically like everybody's like, okay, like, you know, you're 29, it's time to have a baby. It's time to, you know, do all those things. And I'm like, okay, with all my free time in between like PB and J's and like naps at 11 PM. So, you know, are you, you know, living in New York in an apartment, like all that stuff? Are you enjoying that? Like young lifestyle? Like you're still so young, 25, but I'm like, is that something that you are like loving? And you're like, yeah, I'm definitely going to like stay in this for a while. <laughs> um, I would say a couple more years, right? I I think that um, I think it's important to have fun while you're still young. And even if you are in your 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, you know, whatever age you are, it's it's important to also give yourself a break at times. So to answer your question, yes, 100%. I am happy where I am, but I am also looking forward to, to settling down more, whatever that means, right? In the next couple totally. of years. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's a journey and it's a question I ask because so many um, people have different stories. Like, you know, as an entrepreneur, Cashin's definitely led a very independent life. And I, I think it's amazing. And, um, you know, but then I think also people think, oh, like, you know, your husband pays for everything for us. You know, it's like, oh, you know, we didn't have to work hard. And I think it is hard to like, you know, be young and independent and have your own brain and be married and also like, you know, in a very intense partnership because sharing a house, sharing finances, sharing everything's tough in addition to a business. Like, yeah, it's, it's tough. And, and for the most part, right. Whether you have friends who are entrepreneurs or not, most of the time your friends just, they, they don't really understand your business. They don't really, it, it's hard to talk to friends about your business, right? Because Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's as, as I'm sure you, you know, as well, it's, it's hard, but you guys have each other, so you can talk to each other all you want. But oh, when you have cash and I have you, <laughs> yeah, oh you can God. come and hang out with us, you know, any day you can yeah. come and tell us your problems. Yeah. I'll, I'll have lots to, to say about them. <laughs> yeah, any, anytime, like, or if we need to beat somebody up, like a vendor, like, let me know. I yeah. have thug emails from lawyers if you need them. <laughs> She's so sweet. She's like. What? I I do. I am curious. So I also ask this question to my friends who are, you know, we're all relatively around the same age and my friends are now in their later twenties or early thirties. And they're really starting to, they're kind of like settling down in their careers. And it's really brought to the attention, like, do we want to change our lifestyle? Right. So like, obviously you answer the question that, yeah, in a couple of years, I'm looking forward to like really settling down like maybe life not being so loud, but maybe having kids one day. Do you ever think that having kids might slow your progress down or affect your business in the way? As a woman, as a woman, hustling hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I think. I think that as a woman, when you do start a family and you own your own business, it'll, it'll definitely be tougher, right. For your business, but you, you have to have the right people there 
who believe in you and your in your company who can help run things smoothly for you when you're not able to be there. And I know that when I'm going to be a mother in the future, I want to spend time with my kids. But at the same time, I want to to run my other baby, right? Run my business. So I think um, it's it, it will definitely be difficult, but finding the right people um, on your team will will help that difficulty just turn into a smooth process of being a working mother and a working um, entrepreneur. Do you feel like right now you have that support person, I guess, in your in your company now? I can't say no. I, I can't say that now just because right now we are in the reins of growing, but hopefully later down the year um, or in a year or so, I think I, I would be able to find that person. But then that just goes hand in hand with if you are a bit if you are able to find that person right it's um yeah hiring hiring is tough but at the end of the day you have to be able to trust other people that you hire to help run your business oh i think this really boils into like the concepts of process and procedure like cash and staring at me like don't you start right now about this <laughs> but it's true because what you're talking about cash and i thank goodness have had each other during this business but i did not have her for my others um, so, you know, for my other, you know, businesses, it was a lot of trial and error and it was like a lot of this like personal experience and you're like, oh, you know, you're liable for every employee, for every insurance, for everything that's ever happening around you. Um, but then on the flip side of that, like when you're together and you're learning these experiences, it's also, you know, while satisfying to be in the boat with somebody else, it's not as point, it's like, it's not like having to sit there by yourself and like having to learn this super hard lesson. But the one thing I think that has as like one advice to a, of an entrepreneur to another is is process and procedure for that is everything because we struggled as well being leaders that were able to lead. You know, as your business grows, then you're like, I'm married. I need to have a baby. I need to do all these things. It like kind of falls by the wayside. And we have had to basically come up with a process and procedure to even like breathe in the cafeteria. Like, you know, if you're doing this or that, it's such a process and a procedure. So as much as it is hiring the most amazing people, because I feel like after two years, we finally have that in our clinic. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, it was a two year journey to find the people who liked to be there and um, all mm -hmm. of that. But it's also like it's hard with the process because our businesses are always changing. Like, I don't even know what goes into like having to ship collagen powder like I couldn't. Even in that, I guess I should learn that now that we're going to sell it in our clinic, but yeah. <laughs> I just don't, you know, like how, like the packaging, the manufacturing, like, do you have to do like, you probably live with millions of boxes like every day, don't you? Like, yeah, no that, other way. <laughs> that's so funny you bring that up. So when, when Holy Dose launched, there were thousands of boxes in my, in my tiny New York apartment and I thought it could fit in here, but I was wrong. So it just, <laughs> that was the wrong decision. So if you're just, if you're planning on opening a business where you have to have product, don't put it in your home. Definitely yeah. get a space to put it we somewhere else. We sleep brush soap sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what people also don't realize, so my boyfriend's family, they run a distillery up in Northern Nevada and, you know, they've done everything from wine, gin, absinthe, whiskey, uh, you know, and bourbon is really where they're, they're starting to shift their energy. But just the pure packaging alone is a series of like seven to 10 vendors like and people don't even understand that. Like it's one person to put the glass together. It's one person who makes the label. It's another person who makes the like sticker that goes on top of the label. Like it's crazy. So nobody even thinks about that. Like I think there's a romanticized version of being an entrepreneur. 
But the reality is, is like, yeah, I'm in my Newark apartment and I've got a thousand boxes and like I have a different manufacturer for, you know, making the collagen supplements. Everything. Yeah, everything. All the components that go into that, the the branding, the shipping, like who made the containers, you know, and then you have. And also to touch on that, like you have when I received my order, it was so freaking cute. Like the packaging was so well thought out that like it was just like a warm welcome when you received it. And that's another vendor, you know, yeah, or, and it's, you know, or like, it's an employee yeah. and a lot of money. So we, you know, we take it for granted as people who just rip open these packages. Yeah. But I mean, like what, what are some of the challenges that you faced in, in your component manufacturing? Cause that's really what that is, you know, mm-hmm. manufacturing and that line, like what is, what are things that you just didn't know about before <laughs> you started this? Everything. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I even I get collagen from? Exactly. I did not know a single thing. And I scoured to find a mentor who, you know, had an e-commerce business, let alone a supplement company. And I just was not able to find anybody. And so I had to teach myself everything. I spent months teaching myself, you know, the difference between a good manufacturer, a bad manufacturer. I called hundreds of manufacturers and finally found one who was, you know, willing to work with me, but also who respected me as a startup. For the most part, manufacturing was the most difficult thing, specifically for the raw material. And it was it was tough in the beginning, but I, I started to learn that when you do develop a product, like what you just mentioned, if you were a consumer, you wouldn't really think about what goes into the product except for the packaging and the product, right? But there are probably 10, around 10 vendors together, 10 different types of manufacturers to piece that one product together. It can range from um, sourcing raw materials, the manufacturer, right? Production, the um, the container, the packaging, but also the label. And then who creates the label, who designs it, but also the scoops that go into our jars, right? We also had to source that just every single component had to be learned and, and had to had to be sourced through through different various vendors and and yeah it definitely took a lot of time but but we did it oh it's, yeah and it's beautiful i mean it's absolutely <laughs> stunning and i think that's the, the point also is don't put out crap work like mm-hmm. if you're gonna start a business and you're working and you're already spending your money like don't go halfway like do it exactly. do it well think about it take your time about it if you're rushing because you just want to start a business for a job like this is not a job this is not something that will pay your bills immediately like i'm sure you know uh, thank God for husbands. It will do the and, opposite. Yeah, it will do the opposite in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and 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 very much through the first three years of business, I think honestly, um, millennials have bypassed this whole concept of having to basically reside in the economic jungle. Like we just go on Instagram and are like bippity boppity boop, and like it goes viral. And I think you know I'm actually really um, happy. We also found a vendor that didn't have. 17 million followers because i i like that we order from you i like that all of your clients talk amazing about you and you know 5000 10000 20000 of the most dedicated followers and like that like type of sale is so important um have you had a good relationship with the internet like for marketing like is that your main like mode yeah yes the um, marketing digital digitally has definitely been our number one source to reach consumers, but it's also been a great way to communicate with our consumers. A lot of the times we get 
a lot of inquiries of, um, you know, whether the, whether they're bloggers or everyday people who just want to work with us because they love our mission and our story. And so using social media specifically, but also through our website communication, email marketing and so forth, we've definitely been very fortunate to be able to talk to our consumers and those who want to, to help, um, help, uh, help expand the Holy Dose mission. I have a question for you. How did you accrue your database for email marketing? Um, I think a lot of so a lot of people we know want to create these product based companies, but they don't know where to start. And then they'll ask us. They're like, hey, can you help us? And we're like, no, no we're literally so busy because we have our own stuff. But I again, like the components of it all, like, you know, you're talking about isolating quality vendors. And then once you get your product, your ideal product and everything goes well with packaging and branding, who are you going to tell about it? Right. And so now you have to really navigate the landscape of the internet and use it in a way that's meaningful and impactful and not wasting thousands of dollars because marketing budgets are expansive mm-hmm. for that reason, because it is trial and error. You really don't know. Right. But and they're how growing to, and with each year. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We literally... Uh, so Taylor has her hair and makeup company called Paper Bag Beauty, and her she had a built-in clientele that were familiar with her business practices, for, familiar with her professionalism, and obviously what kind of product that she put out in a different way. So when we opened DR, like there was that you know segue into those clients, but it wasn't even as big as we thought it would be. Taylor's like, well, good thing I know how to do photography and graphic design. So we started doing photo shoots and we started doing these like filmed seatings. And that really started to grow our Instagram business. But I mean, to be honest with you, very, we participate very minimally outside of social media marketing. So how did you accrue your database for email marketing or to get into publications, et cetera? Yeah. So our email marketing database mainly comes from customers who have purchased on our website. And as a business owner, it's really important to understand that not only social media will will help bring brand awareness and maybe increase your conversions and sales, but email marketing is actually one of the most effective ways to to grow your business because people who have signed up for your newsletter, they're already interested about your product, right? They're not just following you on Instagram, let's say, just to see your pretty pictures. They're actually interested in what you have to say, what products you're offering. And especially if you're running a sale, let's say for the holidays or, or what, you know, whatnot, they are the ones who will hear about it first and they'll probably more be, be more inclined to um, to act on it because they, they made the decision to already follow you through your newsletter for a reason. You know, they want to be the first people to hear about your special offers and news and, and so forth. Okay. Very fair. I think this, is, this all boils back to um, as a millennial who has a business or even now, I guess, Gen, Gen Z, right? Now that they're like yes. old enough to like drive and stuff. It's mm-hmm. so weird to me. Um, but it's really important to know educational marketing is what we're doing. Like media and sales only have like a few goals and the ones that we really reside on are um, to inform and entertain, mm-hmm. you know, so to be entertaining and to be informative is really important. Um, and how have you had to learn how to educationally market? Because really you're having to educate people about what collagen is, why you should take it, why how, it's like expensive. the really cute ingredients you have like mm-hmm. on your blog, like, you know, yeah. here's how you mix the matcha and here's different ways that you can make <laughs> this really cute drink. Yeah. You know? 
Thank you. Yeah, it's actually, it, it's definitely been very complex because we're not just putting a skincare product out there, right? We're not just saying, just put on your skin once a day and you're good. We actually have to educate our our audience, whether you know they're they're customers of us already or or new customers. And we've definitely done that through putting all of this information on our website. Um, particularly on each product page, you'll see a list of our ingredients. And we always, always have a summary of what each ingredient does and how it works. But we also have our blog where we kind of dive deeper into the benefits of each ingredient, you know, such as collagen, biotin, matcha, and so forth. But through uh, social media, we've We've been starting to put out more educational content to to educate our audience as opposed to just putting pictures of our products because for the most part, you know, you you get new people who are interested in your brand as each day goes by. And so if you were to put an educational piece, let's say, um, last week, right? If someone were just to go on your page or were just to find your page and you know, they, they might not scroll all the way down to read about it, but if you just continue to educate your consumers about your ingredients, chances are they'll understand it more and chances are their brand awareness of your product will increase. And so next time they see your product, they'll get it more and they'll be more inclined to try it out. Well, I think it's interesting too, because in an age where instant gratification is everything, we as, you know, in both of our businesses have to educate on consistency. So, you know, while people will come in and they'll get a facial and immediately after their skin looks amazing, you know, it's also important you need to come in every four to six weeks and you need to use daily quality skincare. Or if you're coming in for injections, like, yeah, like it, it, it's temporary. You have to come in, you know, every so often to maintain and that consistency is key. And that's been something that I think was the biggest hurdle as far as educating patients on like why you should be coming in to get this on a regular basis rather than just coming in. And thinking you're going to look like a Kardashian one time coming into us, right? Just like with the collagen supplements, it's a daily commitment, right? And so you're like, yeah, like you can't just take one scoop and then expect to have, you know, Rapunzel hair. Like you have to take it every day. And if you want to look like as youthful as me, Gina Holzer, like you're going to have to take it all the time, you know? So yeah. And I can appreciate that too. Like kind of throwing a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And then, you know, eventually people really started to recognize, at least with our brand, like, thank you so much for educating us on this, because I really had no idea before, you know, before we interacted with your brand. And so I think from one person to another, one entrepreneurial or entrepreneur to another, like we can appreciate that we're putting quality products out there and that we're really transparent with with people who are trying to purchase from us. So yeah, with that being said, oh, I'm so sorry, I cut you off. No, no, it's OK. I was just going to say what you just brought up is so important because for the most part, people won't know how often they should use or, or take your product or services, right? Like your facials. And, and if you do educate them well enough and they, they put two and two together, it'll make more sense for them to go back, right? To get a facial from, from your place or to continue using it. Because most of the time, a lot of products and services advertise their, their, their product or service as a one-time thing, but mo- nothing out there is a one-time thing. You have to be consistent in order to get the results of, of what you want. And, and it's, you know, it'll make, it'll make it worth it to even try that service or product to begin with. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So can you tell our followers where they can find you? Yeah, plug it in. And how to purchase your products. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, You can find us at holydose.com and that is spelled w-h-o-l-y-d-o-s-e and on social at holydose and we're on instagram facebook twitter pinterest so be sure to give us a follow to stay up to date with our exclusives and news oh and don't forget to like do the email marketing thing because that's important too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't don't forget. Sign up for her newsletter. newsletter. And our listeners get 10% off any holy dose purchase using promo code DuRose. And that's spelled D-E-U-X-R-O-S-E. Gina, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. I know you're a very busy, successful woman, um, but we really appreciate you coming on and really talking about your products that we really believe in. And you know, we'd love to support another female entrepreneur. Thank you so much for having me. This was this was very, very fun. <laughs> Thank you, Gina. And um, yeah, and we'll have a picture of Gina actually up on our Instagram. And yeah. we'll do a little story about you. So mm-hmm. if you want to see what Gina looks like and where to find her and all that fun stuff, please be watching the Instagram because it will be up mm-hmm. when this episode comes out. So thank you again, Rosé Buds, for tuning into this week's version of The Rosé Room. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review this podcast. And if you haven't talked to us lately, make sure you send us your emails at info at roseroompodcast.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next week, guys. Oh, and cash in on Wednesdays. We, we drink, drink pink. pink.